Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, aka Faceboy. Oh, sorry, That's I okay. cut you off. Your Faceboy. I'm. I don't know. We've been doing this radio show for years, and I still don't have it right. <laughs> I am Lucas T. Moray, and I'm Rachel. Screaming white guys. Screaming white guys are the scariest. Are the scariest people in the world. Yeah, there we walked into the <laughs> building today, and there's so many screaming white guys. I don't know what they're doing. They're they're, they're listening to a game, but like it was very. It was, it's a crowd. It was very abrasive. Yeah, a I crowd have, of screaming white guys. We have PTSD. We don't like screaming. <laughs> they're they're always in my neighborhood. Oh yeah, so he has this bar um, called what's it called? Houston Hall. Houston Hall. And Houston Hall um, has just, like, they're very young, very, very young screaming white boys. Um, and they are very preppy. They're very, like, um, they're always vomiting on the sidewalk. Oh, Lots no. of vomit. <laughs> Lots of vomit Saturday and Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they scream stupid shit like, Village! I'm in the fucking village. Like, I know. Do I go where you live in front of your fucking parents' house and start screaming, my Marinette! I'm a fucking my Marinette! Woo! They puke, they piss, they eat food. Well, the eating food part is, you know, part know, of life. That, that's I, kind of normal. Uh, we yeah, just, we eat food in the in. village as well. I just threw that in. But they eat like... They eat, like, I don't think, good food because in the vomit, it doesn't look like they're eating very good food. No, they're eating the fucking bar food. Yeah, exactly. They're eating, like, wings and stuff, which, like, doesn't come up very well. <laughs> so, so Sorry to our viewers for that for that visual um, <laughs> Yeah, we're depiction. less than three minutes in. There's and been, everybody stops listening. There's been vomit, there's been piss. <laughs> and screaming white boys. And screaming white guys. I'm out of here. They're yeah. out of here. Sorry, Calvin, if so, you're listening. Sorry, Calvin. Sorry, David. David. David's in the hospital. We, we, we. Uh, David's one of our listeners, and we care very deeply for him. And we're, you know, very sorry to hear that he's doing poorly. But I think, you know, he's on Facebook now, and he's talking on the phone. So I think he's doing much better than when I saw him the other day. We're wishing you good health, David. Thinking about you. Yeah, we're all thinking about you. We're hoping that you have a a, a very uh, that you have a speedy recovery and a full recovery. Yeah, the first thing Francis said to me when I picked up the phone today was, um, how's David doing? That is the first thing I asked. Yeah, it was very sweet. Village! Village! <laughs> hey, Vinny. We're in the village. Hey, Vinny is a game I used to play. I know, that's what yeah, made me know think about, about it. I know this game. How, how do you play it? Well, uh, <laughs> the San Gennaro Festival used to be really predominantly Italian people. Oh, yeah. And so me and my siblings, we just get up on get up on, <laughs> on a stoop and go, hey, Vinny! And watch how many people turned around. That's like, that's like going to like my hometown and being like, hey, Joshua. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> your hometown your town was Jewish, right? Jewish. Yeah. Paulie would also work. Paulie! <laughs> I dated a Vinny really briefly. We, we went on a, 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 like a double date. But then he tried to take his girlfriend from us. So we didn't like that. Let's hear the story. 
Well, we went on a double date, me and a friend, and like we kind of pretended to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but really aren't. But um, you know, we wanted to meet this couple. They looked hot, but we mostly wanted to meet the girl. You know what I mean? Like, and then he then he tried to keep dating me and like take the girlfriend from us, saying she wasn't interested in us. But oh, this I, was fairly recently. This was like in the last year or so. In the last year or so, but like, I remember this. But like, she was interested in us because she wanted the date to keep going, and like he didn't. So like he he just like brings her out and probably told he never gave us her phone number. Did it very shady, and like he got my phone number and then like very shadily wouldn't give us hers. Yeah, he was doing a bait and switch. She was the bait. Yeah. You were the switch. Yep, yep. And so then I decided to not see him because I was like, well, if you're not going to share your girlfriend. <laughs> She's so hot. I have, I still have a picture of her ass on my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know this girl. This was before you. And I, and I needed girls, so we, we, we um, succumbed to internet dating. We, we talked this week about getting another girlfriend. But I don't I don't know that we need another girlfriend. I don't know we need another girlfriend either. I I don't want there to be cattiness. And and Lily is part of our little family, even we though we haven't met her yet. Yeah, we, we we can bring in Lily in. We'll have Lily. We we do. Francis has a girl, so if if she'll, if you share, I think she's into sharing, and and her husband. I, in fact, I know that they share. They share. They, they share. share. They share. Yeah, Vinny did not share. So Vinny got kicked out of the circle. And Nick is very nice and, 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 and part of the fam too, I think. Yeah. I, yes, he is. I don't have to say I think. He is. Yeah, his, his like, Lily let, lets um, Francis fuck his, Lily in front, Lily's boyfriend lets him fuck in front, right? Husband, yeah. Uh, husband, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, he's there. Yeah. I don't know if we should be saying this by name, actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not everyone. You started it. I did. That's my fault. That's not my everyone bad. is into into doing it, knowing on the radio. Knowing on the radio, yeah. Yeah. So uh, private. Lives Sorry about there. that. Private Sorry about lives. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not let Father's Day get us down, folks. Who do get down? Womp womp womp. I know, but I I wanted to bring it up. No, no, no. I'm not making fun of it at all. I'm just laughing because it's a hard day for me. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, no. No, she doesn't talk about that (laughs) stuff. I don't. How is it for you? Because you have a good relationship with your father. It's probably nice. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, but I didn't always have a good relationship with my father, but um, him and I do have a good relationship now. Um, You know, like during the pandemic, he bought me art supplies and everything. That was really nice of him Mm -hmm. to keep me busy. You know, Um, they just bought me some paint markers. We were going to send them a picture of us graffitiing with the paint markers and decide against it because it might be the last time I get paint markers. (laughs) (laughs) you were like take a picture babe I'm sending it to my parents she was like like, don't do that (laughs) it said sorry mom in the graffiti so So I'm the proud owner of sorry mom but there's another person who does sorry mom t-shirts but they don't do them in the same style I do like mine's written very specifically and not in this neighborhood it's weird because the the, the board that we have here at RFB someone wrote sorry mom in your style I wrote oh you did But this, this is something that happens is that we're out and we find graffiti that looks exactly like Lucas's. And I'm not sure if I did it or not because I do like sleepwalk. we're like that's definitely you and i'm like i'm like it's like right near my house and then they're like that's definitely your graffiti and i'm like well i did have paint cans in my house for a while like i'm not sure that i don't know do you sleepwalk like out of your apartment sleep i'm not sure I've done that that I know of once. I've done that that I know of once. It was really scary, you know, to to 
I, I came to sit across the street on a stoop smoking a cigarette. Yeah, I was, I was also like, smoking a cigarette in like, my sleep this is in the not, house. This is not okay. This and then I put the cigarette good. down. Very, very scary. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be sleep- smoking in your sleep. But um, I put it out. She put it out. Rachel put it out. But like, if Rachel wasn't there, what would have happened? Would I have like smelled it? Like, what, what would have happened? That was really very dangerous. But I was completely asleep, so it wasn't like there's nothing I could do about it. My poor neighbors. <laughs> So if you're like me uh, and you don't, your your father is, has passed on, or if you have a bad relationship with your father, you're the daddy. If you have a cat, you're the daddy. If you have a plant, you're the daddy. Even if you don't have any of those things, Just, you're the you're, daddy. You're daddy today, and treat yourself right. <laughs> I like that, Francis. Yep. Daddy. <laughs> I was talking to you, Francis. Ah, oh, hello. <laughs> I'm the daddy. And I'm going to do special things t- tomorrow. I don't know what yet. What are you guys up to tomorrow? Um, I'm probably going to visit David. Okay. I am going to visit David. David, I will visit you. All right. Well, if we can work it out to do something fun, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a carousel on Pier 62. That's all. That's all. Oh, the sea. The, the sea. No, the not that one. That that one's that at one's Brooklyn downtown. Bridge Park? The 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 one that we've gone to is awesome. That one's at Brooklyn Bridge Park, right? Where is that? Yeah, yeah, it's downtown. It's right. It's, it's right near the where the, you get on for the Statue of Liberty. And and it's and it's as much for adults as, as it is for children. The one at Pier sixty two, uh, I guess that would be maybe around four, maybe around twenty third Street. I think. Okay. Um, it's it's old school. It's, it's, oh, cool. it's not a modern one. Oh, it is modern, but it's it's made old school style with the, with wooden carved animals and the oh nice oh cute yeah. And it's also you know not it's also like two dollars. Nice. Not like the downtown. The downtown one. one's like ten bucks or something. It's it's yeah it's it's five bucks ten bucks. It's a lot for a carousel. Yeah, but it is really cool. They have lights and stuff, and like makes you feel like you're in like a nightclub. Oh, it's well worth it. Yeah. Whatever they charge, I didn't feel ripped off. Yeah. You're not you're not traumatized from your Coney Island experience. You're ready for the next ride. I am not traumatized. I was I I, I knew they there were lots of warnings. I knew what I was getting into. If you have a heart condition. <laughs> Don't he was like Fred was like, I do have a heart condition. No, it was high blood pressure. You have high blood pressure. Are, I, do, I, do have, I have high blood pressure. <laughs> if you are pregnant, do not go on this. Yeah. So I knew it wasn't the kitty ride that it looked like. Uh, I knew I was getting into something that that I said well, we I was going to do. I know that I am uh, not cheap. Uh, I don't. I don't like to. If I pay for something, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on it. I'm I'm frugal. That's the word. Frugal. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to waste the money. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to the carousel at Prospect Park, it's in the zoo. They said I could go on it, but that I was too big to go on the animals that go up and down. They said no, only adults, only children can be on the ones that go up and down. So I guess those are fragile horses. Well, I hope... There, there was just this thing, and I I do not agree with the, them making fun of the girl on TikTok. Like the, 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 but they, this girl, she was like over 240 pounds, and they said you can't like horseback ride here because our horses can't handle it. And she like went on TikTok talking about how like they had no warning, and just, she really like is not understanding like horses can't handle over a certain weight. Like it's not a, a size issue; it's an issue for animal rights. Agreed. 
Yeah, you don't want to hurt them. You don't want to hurt them. And it's not like, it's not a sizes thing. I mean, the problem is, is I think the staff was very rude to her, which I do have a problem with um, because they were teenagers and they were kind of making fun of her. Well, that's not okay. And that's not okay. No, it's not. But it's it's kind of like the, the trapeze uh, down at Pier 40. Um, the safety gear will not fit you if your stomach is larger than your chest. Okay. So you have to have a, a chest larger than your stomach. And we were talking about this, how, how I couldn't have done it three years ago. Yeah. But now I can. So, and it's not, it's not a, it's not a. It's not a sizes thing. It's, it's just, not a sizes thing. It's just, it's, it's just a safety. A, it's a safety issue. I am very, very sensitive to hurting animals of any kind. I like cannot stomach it. We had a pinata this weekend and we we're almost in tears because you had to like knock the head off. Matt, my brother, my brother knocked the head off. He, my brother does like taekwondo or something, so like, I knew he was going to be the one. <laughs> uh, we, 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 Rachel was like, "No, Francis already left," and I was like, "I think he wanted to leave before the pinata. I think that was the was the plan." I don't like pinatas. <laughs> Sorry, Francis. I, we talked about this last week. I was traumatized. I loved your party, though. Yeah, I had a very nice. My brother time. had a nice time too. He like um, is going to see me again. Me and I, my brother had an estranged relationship. Because he felt like I didn't get any mental health help, which is odd because I get mental health help every single day. But um, anyway, he's he's he met all my friends who are all talking about therapy and things like that, and I think he realized that I am getting mental health help. Good. Yeah. Yeah, you have some good support right now. Yeah, I have great support. Yeah, everyone at that party were were, were nice, interesting people. Yeah, really, really interesting. Yeah, I think Deborah might come on soon. Good. I yeah. would love that. Deborah is a, a social worker. Um, she works with, um, you know, the elderly, which, has, you know, the elderly has a, there's definitely a, a, like a mental health crisis with the elderly and not enough people work with them. A lot of people don't want to work with the elderly. Yeah, especially in East New York. There's not, yeah. not as much support. So there's the problem is in East New York is East New York, if you're not, a, if you don't, if you're not from New York is a, you know, there's a lot of socioeconomic status problems in East New York right now and always has been. For a long time. I mean, I once lived in East New York and they freaked out because um, I was just talking about me. I, I'm the OG gentrifier. Um, and that one I did not successfully gentrify. <laughs> 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 but like I go to neighborhoods before gentrifiers do and then like and then I usually have to move out when the gentrifier, you know, when once it's gentrified. Um, and I did that once in East New York, but I luckily did not gentrify the neighborhood. But one time they came out onto their, I was in an Uber before Ubers were very popular, so they were very, very expensive. They used to give me water and stuff, sometimes snacks. Like it was a very like exp- I was so. But I'm in this Uber driving back to East New York, vomiting outside the vomiting from the Uber. <laughs> and these people come out of their porch and they were like, "Gentrification has begun." Do you see that white girl vomiting? <laughs> we're, we're bringing it full circle. We started with with white folks vomiting. And I am one of those white folks vomiting sometimes. Yes, I am one of those white folks vomiting. <laughs> no, I don't vomit as much as I used to. No, I definitely do. Yeah, do. Usually in usually in the home. Usually usually in the bathroom. Usually. <laughs> Stop. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something. I have a weak stomach. It's not from alcohol. Something less vomitous. It could be from alcohol. Let, let's talk about something else. <laughs> I'm sorry I've brought it to this place today, viewers, listeners, whatever it's called. Well, we were originally, I thought I was going to be doing the show with just Rachel. 
uh, and we we're going to talk about poetry. So let's do a little bit of that. I wanted to know what your writing process is. Oh, my writing process is very slow. I've been working on the same book of poems for like 10 years now. Okay. But it it feels really good to go back to a poem over and over slowly. You do a lot of editing? A lot of editing. Because my perspective changes so much over the years. I do a lot of editing when I'm writing plays, but I don't do a lot of editing when I'm writing poems. I usually like leave the poem as it is. I do too. Yeah. I do, I'll change it. Like uh, one of the ones that, that I did at uh, Theater for the New City, I originally wrote, uh, and I am alive to greet a new year, because it was New Year's. Yeah. But I felt for the performance, saying greet a new day. New greet a new day felt a little more strong. Yes. Yeah. I think greet a new day is more beautiful, more mm-hmm. more profound. But I, it does make sense for a new year, to write a New Year's poem. But the yeah, performance it, it, is in yeah, June I, or I wrote, yeah. yeah, I wrote I wrote it on New Year's, and so it was appropriate. Uh, and but for the for going forward, read a new day is is more is better is more profound. Yeah, yeah. I usually start by reading a lot of other people's poetry, and then I until I get like I'm like hungry, 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 and then I'm like full. Oh no, we're back to vomiting. Um, I'm like very hungry for all this poetry and then eventually I'm full and then eventually not everybody vomits when they're full something comes (laughs) out just kidding I'm just kidding that was rude not everyone not everyone Rachel Uh, and I are both recovering from eating disorders but not everyone vomits when they're full not everyone (laughs) anyway so I start by reading a lot and then something something comes back and it's usually images like, I think a lot in metaphors and in pictures, more so than words. I do a lot of, like, um, like reading, like, a magazine or a book and doing, like, like not reading other people's poems, but reading, like, like or, like, going out on the street and seeing what I see and use a lot of, like, found object work. That's cool. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. But I, I haven't been writing as much as I used to write. For me, it, it, it comes and it goes. Yeah, I do a lot of writing in my artwork. Like, I write lines into my artwork, like a line of poetry. You do. There's so much text in there. There's a lot of text in, in, my, in my artwork, but I haven't been sitting down and, like, writing. I used to write, like, full-length plays, um, and, like, some have got some of them produced and stuff, like, or, like, readings of them produced and stuff like that, but um, I, I haven't, like... Like by actual theaters and stuff like that. Like, I was... A, I, I, when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be a writer. <laughs> I thought that too. I still think that. I still think that. <laughs> I do. I do no longer think that. But like, I don't know. You get old and your dreams die. Have you ever? Oh Jesus! <laughs> I think I don't think it's like that. Baby. I'm more than twenty years older than you, and my dreams are not dead. No, I also think I like, have different dreams. I, 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 my dreams took a like a turn. I think that Dan, like I thought writing was my where, where my talent was, but like I ended up making a lot of money at dance, and it kind of derailed my writing a little bit. Um, where like I had to focus so hard on training on dance because I was making a living at it. Actually, when I first met you, my dreams were a little bit dead. Your dreams were dead when you first met me. Yeah, they were. You were like, I'm going to die by 50. No, I was 49 when I met you. I was ready to kill Which myself. Which you had a poem about. 
Yep, you had a poem that, that about I wrote when that I was he was 12 wrote when he was old. twelve years old. Yeah, very morbid poem that he was like, "I think I'll die by the time I'm 50. The last lines were, "Life uh, shouldn't be deep, long, and thrifty. I think I'll OD once I'm fifty. Oh, I, I thought it was that. Uh, I was twelve. I, got, I, got I was no twelve. Wow. Well, I'm glad you're alive. That's a that's a deep line for a twelve year old. <laughs> it is a deep line for a twelve year old. The whole thing is pretty fucking deep for a twelve years old. For a twelve year old. Yeah. And they published it in the school paper. Times were different. Now we they did. now now you would be sent to a psych ward. Yeah. <laughs> we need you away from the other children yeah i was also a dark kid i was writing poems even in like kindergarten oh i got my i got like i wrote poems that like i was vaguely talking about cutting myself that i did get published in the school paper but they like didn't understand they like i, I vaguely made it like i wrote a poem in third grade called grown-ups annoys me Grown-ups annoy you <laughs> Oh. Grown-ups annoys me. Annoys me. And and they said, no, no, it's grown-ups annoy me. And you were and like, I no. Said, no, that's it's... not the poem. The poem is grown-ups annoys me. And... They wouldn't publish it the, right, the way you wanted? They changed it. They changed it to grown-ups they, 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 they thought like, the kid oh. would look... They, they thought you would look stupid. I knew that... I, this, there this are was, books was, like this. Fucking, there are books an like this. An artistic choice. Choice. There's of plenty course. of books. That, there are plenty of poems and books that do things like that. That's the amazing. That's amazing the amazing thing, thing about, poetry. about poetry. Yeah. I wasn't able to verbalize it at the time, but the concept was: I was thinking of 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 grown ups as an object mm. that and something and as it's something that just annoys me. There's grown meaning in all. Me. There's meaning in all those stylistic changes. There is and. I'm sorry they changed it. That's that is that is upsetting enough to remember all these years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like that's not my fucking poem. I didn't want to submit anything. I didn't submit anything again until until the till the death poem, and that was so that was from eight years old to twelve years old. Four years, I didn't submit anything for publishing because of that because the fucking grown ups annoys me so much. Wow, that's sad. <laughs> We only got published like in like maybe junior or senior year was the only time they even offered it. Like my school did not have like a publishing thing going on for the younger kids. Hmm. No school paper? No school paper. Yeah, no. And then they had a, like a poetry thing that you could do in like junior year and senior year of high school, maybe freshman and sophomore, but only in high school. No, no school paper for middle school or elementary school. No, nothing like that. Hmm. I don't see it when you change art forms as a dream dying. I think art is something that moves and changes and can take like the same creative impulse and the same idea can take so many forms. Yeah, I mean, I like I did, you know, I, I was heartbroken when I had to stop dancing for a little while because I was recovering from anorexia and I was just like too underweight to dance and they, you know, medically would not allow me to. And I, of course, I still did. But, you know, like I wasn't able to do it like all day long like I was doing because like, I would have got caught, you know. And so I started into, into visual art um, and I'm self-trained in that and I... You know, did luckily have like an art show this year and I'm I'm happy to have like another form now and not just have dance, but like it was like very sad for me to be have dance taken away. That was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking. You remember. I'd be like, Ma I'd be like, Francis <laughs> I also said mom. I'd be like, Francis, I'm just gonna dance and you'd be like, No, you're not Because <laughs> Francis does does tend to agree with my program. You know, he would you know, he didn't want me to die, obviously. So he, you know, went along with what Renfrew had to say. Yep, I did. You were like, I was like, babe, this is wine. It's grapes. <laughs> 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 that one you allowed me to do. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to write down everything that you eat. And you had wine and you wrote grapes. <laughs> that one he allowed me to do. But like most of the time, Francis did not allow these shenanigans. 
he was like, no dancing. And I would be like, uh-huh. oh, I, I found out about this one thing where people danced until they died in the 1500s. They had, there was a, a dance hysteria. People, they, they, there was no food. Basically, people were dying. All the church had stolen all the money, like, and people were like, um, like they were living lavishly, but people were like dying, and like everybody was like, and pe- and then and then like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people danced until they died. The wow. church. There was also something about the church was telling them not to move. That they're like the church was telling them not to move, but then they they decided like we have to get the devil out. So they like they were like okay, you can dance. They they allowed them to dance, and they they told them to never stop to not stop dancing. So it was sort of the church's fault, where the church told them the way you're going to get the devil out is you don't stop dancing until you're like exhausted and you're never going to dance again. And people just danced until they died. They literally dropped dead on the dance floor. <laughs> My my favorite poetry right now is people uh, um, who are taking things back from the church, not in like a vindictive way. They're very spiritual people, um, but people who are saying like, hey, church, like you didn't include me and like I'm going to write myself in like literally my favorite book right now um, is by a poet named Jericho Brown. It's called The New Testament. If you have not read this book, it will break your heart and like make you whole and all the I, I once, things. I once believed I rewrote the, the I rewrote the New Testament in a, in a, in a, in a piece of, in a painting. Well you should talk to Jericho Brown. I was like I was like this is the New Testament. This is the second New Testament and <laughs> it says sorry mom on that painting. That's the first time I wrote sorry mom. So I guess that's part of it. Um, but I you know I was named after Christ so that's what happens. I never liked I never liked the wording New Testament. It's like saying, okay, Jewish people, your Bible is the Old, the Old Testament. Testament. And this is the New. What and, I and called it is I said I rewrote the whole Bible, actually. I said I rewrote the whole Bible. Yeah, Jewish people don't call it the, the Old Testament. No, no. They don't call it the Old Testament, no. They call it the Torah, for anyone who doesn't know. Not that you, most of our listeners are pretty smart and would know that, but some people don't know, and it's good to. Some people don't know that. It's good to inform some people. People forget that that uh, that Jesus was a, a rabbi, a Jewish rabbi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. My mom named me after Christ, so I'm pretty Christ-like. No, just kidding. I saw some guy in. A, I saw a picture of some guy in a T-shirt that says said Jesus was an American. Stop. I, that was stop. That's, that's not true. Well, there was no America. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus no. was also not white. For anybody who is like confused about that, the history shows that Jesus is not white. Not no, white. That, that, so people like people make God in their own image and so Americans have made God into their own image and made him white, but he was not white. So just anybody who's being racist if, because of their Christian views should really check their history lessons. <laughs> yeah, so Jericho Brown is a um, a black man from the South. He's also HIV positive. And he took these really uh, classic Bible stories and Psalms. And Is he a gay man or is he? He is a gay man. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote himself and his people into the New Testament. I love that. I've, I've read some of his poems as well at your house. Yeah. Um, really liked really liked it. Lucille Clifton does that too. Also, My brother's friend woman. just gave us a book of poetry that he, my brother's friend just, um, and next week we'll announce, I forget when my brother said there's um, there's an open mic. My, my brother's friend is running an open mic. Um, oh. And I thought that that would be cool for us to go to. Um, and I think it's just a poetry open mic, so it's a little different than your open mic where it's like. Anything and everything. Anything and everything, yeah. But um, 
we, you know, I think we'll announce it next week if I can find out when and um, let people know about the open mic. Okay. Yeah. We should go to the open mic, though. Would you come with us, Francis, or are you too agoraphobic? I'm doing things. Okay, so like that could be one of our once-a-week activities? We can do more than one activity a week. Oh, okay. That's Wow, that's big. That's a big saying, improvement. I was saying at least one fun thing a week. At, at least, least one, one fun, fun week. Thing. This week outside my apartment, fun thing was your party. Yeah, and then you came all the way to Brooklyn all by yourself. And I was ready to go to the beach on Thursday, too, but the weather was shitty. The weather was shitty, yeah. But we are going to go to... Oh, you were... Um, um, December is going to come to the beach with us. Oh, how nice. We're going- we, we, she's going to be our platonic um, family member. Okay. They, they. I'm sorry. They. I'm I'm the worst at the, the, calling they's they's, even though I'm really a they. I didn't know December was a they them. December's a they them. Okay. And they would like to be a part of our family, but we're not going to fuck December because. She's pretty young. She's, young. She's very young. They're very young. So we're going to keep that, that, that. Family member platonic. Okay. Uh, we're going to the the People's Beach at Jacob Reese Park, which has historically been one of the most... It, it's been a queer haven since at least the 50s and maybe even back to the 30s. So it's that's that's our people. That's where we, that's where we want to beach. I'm really excited. Beachio, beachio. Is it nude? There are... I think it's nude. I think so. I think that that there are nude I, sections. I think there. Are, I think that 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 people do get naked, and that it is not legal, but it is unenforced. Unenforced, yeah, because there's probably no lifeguards or something. Huh. I think I think if they're swimming in oceans in, on uh, there's lifeguards in Massachusetts. There's not. I don't know about the rules in New York, but we, I mean, I was, I had a private beach. We, like, uh, if it's a, you know, like different, no, I mean, it, I, I do see it heavily enforced in New York, so you might be right about New York, but in Massachusetts, there's definitely plenty of beaches without lifeguards. Okay. But we also have more beaches. Okay. And there's no way for them to put a lifeguard on every beach in Massachusetts like that. There's a lifeguard shortage now. Um, At least in New York, there is. I did see that they were advertising lifeguard jobs to me on mm-hmm. Facebook. Yep. I was like, no, I can't do that. I don't. See, because I can't forward roll in the water. You have to do that to be a lifeguard? You ha- yeah, because you have to be a certain level. And I like I went really high up in the levels in swimming, but I don't like to forward roll in the water. It's like fucking like it. Like I can't do it. I just I can't do this one skill. And I like, couldn't pass on to the next level of swimming because I couldn't fucking do this forward roll. I got as a, as a child. I got to a pretty advanced level myself in yeah. swimming, and and I even taught canoeing. Oh, cool! That was something else we were going to do was uh, kayaking. Yes, yeah, that's, yeah. Now that's I just sort of swim. Like I don't really do any of the specific strokes. I just sort of like swim the way I want to swim. Like I'm just like making up strokes as I go. Like kind of just, but like it's still swimming. I mean, I'm not going to yeah. drown. I'm oh. just like not, I'm not like beautifully doing like, as a kid, I was like beautifully doing like the strokes, you know, perfectly the way they were supposed to be done. Like very like, cause everything was like a lesson in my house. Mm-hmm. My mother does not know how to swim. So it was very important that we knew how to swim because. You gotta learn to swim, Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And she, she also, one of the ways she taught us to swim was um, she was the lifeguard, but she doesn't know how to swim. So our lifeguard, 
our lifeguard, we were just sort of thrown in like, nobody's going to come save you if you're drowning. <laughs> it's terrifying. Almost forgot to do this. We're at the halfway point of the show okay, already. Should I, should I do it in Joanne's voice or my voice? Okay, I'll do it in my yeah. voice. Because yeah. we're not making fun of the copy. We, we're, we're not making we're, fun of the copy. We're, we, 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 you know, after the experience. I'm not making fun of my mother. That's just how she sounds. <laughs> <laughs> She's from Dorchester. What do you expect? Dorchester. Dorchester. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a, provide a free and open platform. Okay, to- you can do it in July. It's <laughs> I don't know. No, if I it's too much. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's too much. It's too long. It's too long. Right, so I can't do it. I can't do it. All right. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support us with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. Again, RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you are an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in ways that cost nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. The hard one. The hard one. You got this. Okay. <laughs> Did you know that June is Men's Health Month? The Cancer Services Program of Brooklyn hopes you will use this time to take a positive step towards preventing all forms of cancer, including colorectal. Historically, men are less likely to get screened for colorectal cancer, yet men contract it more often than women. If you are over the age of 45, we encourage you to call your health care provider to schedule a screening. If you are under 45, contact your provider to discuss your risks and when you should start. I wonder if, this, if, if because I take tea, I should also get this when I turn 45. It's a good question. Ask your health care provider. I'm going to ask my health care provider. I'll come back with that next week. For, for men in Kings County aged 45 and older without insurance, the CSP may be able to help with free colorectal cancer screenings for those who qualify. Please contact the CSP at 718-250-8708. Again, 718-250-8708. And learn more at, tinyurl, at tinyurl.com slash New York Cancer Screening. The CSP is supported with funds from the state of New York. Perfect. Well done. Also, June, Gay Pride Month. And also, um, tomorrow is Juneteenth. Yes, it is. Three-day weekend, folks. Um, we're, you know, Juneteenth is... I'm very happy we started celebrating Juneteenth. You know, because at one point when they were, like, saying that we couldn't celebrate Juneteenth because we couldn't take another day off in the year. That was the reason. I was like, okay, then take away July 4th. That was my that was my solution. And when people... And then other people started saying that, too. 
And then when that, that got pretty popular, where people were like, we're going to have to take away July 4th if we're not going to put Juneteenth in, they put another day on the calendar. That is something Biden did. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying Biden is not good for social causes. He's just like not running America well. You know, I was thinking, <laughs> I, 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 I have come around to agreeing with you, but there is part of me that wonders how much of this is, is just the circumstance of the time? How much of this is has to do with... Do with the with backlash supply, of Trump. Supply being being backed up and also inheriting a whole mess from, from the previous administration. Yeah, but I mean, he had a, like a lot of more experience than Trump and really should have like seen some of these things coming. And, you know, I don't know. I just... I don't know either. But, I, but I'm looking at it also thinking about like the, the David Dinkins administration. He was the mayor of New York City for a very short amount of time. And he actually did... He got a lot done. But because he had such a huge mess to clean up, he was viewed as an ineffective mayor. He was voted out as soon as they possibly could vote him out. But in truth, if you look at what he did in those two years... Uh, two years? I don't know how long the mayors, how long how long a term mayors have in New York City, but um, in in his one term, he he enacted programs that to this day are benefiting the city. Yeah, I mean, one, I know that Biden did did just enact something for gays. I didn't read what it was. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> but like I did just hear like I like, got an email like that something very excited happened like he passed something uh, like supporting gays um, in like the workforce or something you know like um, and he's repeatedly said that he stands with trans people and we have joked that he doesn't know what a trans person is but he yeah, does but, but, he, we does. Were just but he does we, we were, were just, just joking. joking yeah no I mean like I do think for social causes Biden is obviously the pick but I mean I just think there are like things that presidents need to get done that are not happening. Yeah, the thing is, I don't know how much of these things are within... Because we don't want to forget, like, that, like, we don't want to confuse a class war with, with, like, like, get distracted by a class war um, just to, um, because we are being, like, like, sort of appeased with, like, a social war. I I would agree with that. Yes, yes, but... And Biden has money. So he's like, you know, Biden has money. Biden has quite a bit of money. Yes. So he might be like in his own self-interest and his own family's interest. And like I I fear my fear that he's a Democrat socially, but but he is like supporting a class war. I am far, far more concerned with people having what they need to survive than I am concerned with the pronouns that folks use or that you can now put an X on your driver's license. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. Was, me too. Like, that's cool, but that's I'm cool. Not a- but I, I'd rather have like the supplies I need than be a they them. There was also Correct. a problem with with the stimulus packages, including a little bit too much stimulus. For example, uh, my brother said he got all this money because he has a kid. But uh, but meanwhile, did, I was unemployed and didn't get any of that money. Money that he did not need. Money that he didn't need. And then like your sister was like, well, that's because you don't have a kid. And I was like, yeah, but I also was have been unemployed for a long time. I'm the person who needed it. He's not the person who needed food stamps. I need food stamps. He doesn't need food stamps. He's saying he doesn't need food stamps. So it's not about like she, Nancy was dead wrong that day. And sometimes Nancy is dead wrong. Sometimes Nancy is dead wrong. I love her. But she, <laughs> I love her dearly, but she was dead wrong that day. Both, both can exist. 
She was dead wrong. Give give food stamps to the person who's starving before you give food stamps to somebody just because they have a kid. Because those are the more vote because there's more people with kids, and more people will vote then for you. It's wrong. It's wrong. There's there are like like he makes a lot of money. Who cares that he has a kid? They both make a lot of money, and they stole your apartment. <laughs> Oh, I just, I just, okay. Well, listen, I do love Francis' family very much. I do love Francis' family very much. I just had to say my true feelings. <laughs> my brother did steal one of my, did steal the apartment. <laughs> you know, I mean. One thing I Lucas is not have, is a liar. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't said it on the air before. And again, we prefer to have people here that can defend themselves when we talk about. I know, stuff, that, that was but, wrong of me. That was wrong of me. But, you know, it happened. It came out. It just it, came it out. It just came out. It just came out. Don't buy dildos when you're horny. <laughs> oh my god! This dildo is like it's like the destructible. It said on. The, I think it said the, 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 the destroyer. This is destroyer. The destroyer. Yeah, that arrived today. How how big is it? It's ridiculous. Are you gonna use it? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so you got like a big package. Uh, it was like heavy. No, yeah, this is a fifty pound dildo. Like I'm not fifty pounds. It's, 50. it's four point two pounds. <laughs> That's a lot of dick. Four point okay. two pounds. It said Huge. five pound actually. Yeah, it did say five pounds. But we but we could blow this up. 2. We could make it a myth. We can say it's fifty. <laughs> I thought it was fifty in my head. I think I read fifty. I saw five and I read fifty. I was like, shit, let's have my size. <laughs> <laughs> five pounds from your groin is kind of a lot to be carrying though. It's a lot. People don't have five pound dicks. The people don't have five pound dicks. The hell was I? Well, I was I was I had drunk a bit and uh, I was very horny. It's like they tell you, don't go to the store when you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Eat up, eat eat a good meal, then you go to the store to go shopping. Otherwise, you're going to wind up with chips <laughs> and this and that and oh, I want this and I want that and I want that. And then you get it, home. It's and okay like, to have a little bit of chips, guys. Like, yeah, but yeah, we love. But chips. when we go to the store, I have chips in my bag. When we go to the store together, <laughs> it's after dinner. Yeah, we buy like we buy mostly mostly healthy things, but like it's also okay to have some like you know a balance is very good. A balance is good in your diet, and a, a part of a balance is eating. Like I was watching a nutritionist read like if you want Doritos, don't eat strawberries because you're just gonna eat you're gonna eat strawberries and then that's not gonna satisfy you because you want a Doritos. So then you're gonna eat rice crackers and that's not gonna satisfy you because you want a Doritos and then you're gonna eat like this thing and that thing and eventually you're still gonna eat Doritos plus all those other calories you ate. That's what the nutritionist said. Good advice. Yeah. So eat, like, Eat what you wanna eat. Eat what you wanna eat. Like unless you wanna have six, pa- unless you wanna have six bags of Doritos and then you should find some other things to satisfy it because you're obviously just more hungry than Doritos is a snack. So you just wanna put a snack size portion of it. But if you want Doritos, just eat the Doritos because nothing else is gonna satisfy you. Snack size. A snack size of Doritos. Yeah, you don't wanna binge on Doritos. Like that's the problem. So what I do is I don't buy like big bags of chips. I just like buy little bags every time I want it. You know what I mean? Like, so if I want chips, I buy a snack size bag of chips that day. And like, we were explaining this to Ayana, like, she was like, should you buy a big box or small box of snacks? And like, we were explaining to her, like, the problem is, is like a lot of people do eat the whole, like, if you buy a big box, you theoretically will save it. But a lot of people do not save it, was what we were explaining to Ayana. I'm a big fan of snacks. 
Me too. Yeah, snacks. snacks. Sometimes, but, but really, I do. Right I thing. do prefer like those seaweed snacks to chips. Like, though, and they, they're a little healthier. But that's not even the reason. I do prefer like the taste of the seaweed snacks. And I they like, stopped yeah, like selling those. them at Trader Joe's. We haven't seen them. There Nobody for else a while. wants them except for me, <laughs> and I want the healthy snacks. I'm like, give me back the seaweed snacks. I like them too. I love the seaweed snacks, and like, I don't know what to do anymore <laughs> because they're like getting harder to find in a lot of places. Like, people don't. Other people don't like them. You tend to you tend to 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 go towards healthier. Yeah, like snacks. Like, the, like the dried peas. Dried peas, I like. Yeah, I love oh, those wasabi. No. Those wasabi. They have wasabi on them, but they do make them without wasabi. My mom buys them without wasabi. She buys like my mom buys like just dried peas. I've had like, like the dried edamame. It's so good. So good. So good. I tend to like um like those those pea crisps, the snap pea crisps. But then one person I needed for asked me. Is this just as healthy as peas? And I'm like, no, I mean, clearly not. <laughs> so I, I had this weird thing for a while where, like, when I was angry, I was always wanting chips. And then I was like, well, that makes sense because, like, if you are going to start a fire or something, you need oil. Like, it makes sense. Like, if something's burning, you have to, like, put feed it with oil. Put oil on the fire? Yeah, this is, this is a science fact. <laughs> so Rachel Rachel tells us these like crazy science facts every day but then like I'm like where'd you read that and she's like no I just like made that up and I'm like that's not a science fact then. if something <laughs> is burning within you you have to feed it with oil <laughs> science 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 like, facts no my, my dad used to my, my dad used to run around the house this is a true story run around the house screaming at us science like at all hours of the day and night like he like loves science and he wanted us to be involved in science but like that's terrifying that sounds really scary <laughs> i feel kind of scared you're like doing your homework you're just being a good you're just being a good little Kristen because like everything in the house is educational at all times and you're just trying to like obey your mother's orders and dad's like science science and you're like uh, uh, dad don't beat me with the belt <laughs> no but in all honesty i do love my father and i think if he was not so strict with me there would be big problems because I'm already fucking hot as fucking dumpster fire. My dad did literally beat me with the belt. No, my dad did beat me with the belt too. I'm that's, sorry. I was joking. I was joke. I was, that's where I said, and then he beat me with the belt. <laughs> but in, most of the time he would just um, try to beat me with the belt, but like not get me. And he only took the door, door off the hinges once. <laughs> Let's move away from uh... It's Father's Day. Yeah, so, it's Father's Day. So let's sorry. Away from... Well, but no, we should mention that some people have really bad relationships with their fathers, did, and it's okay to not. No, it's okay to not feel bad about if you do have a living dad. You're talking. You talked about dead dads. No, I said, if, you talked about dead dads. I said if you. I, if you I, I said I said if you're if you're like me, or if you don't have a good relationship with your father, you don't have to. You you don't have to contact your father, and you don't have daddy. to feel bad. Yeah, but you also don't have to feel bad about not calling your dad if it's like toxic. No, you don't. No, oh yeah. yeah, I'm I'm someone whose dad is un, still unsafe for them, so I I do not have a relationship with my dad. If someone is hurting you, it is okay to walk away. Let's it's okay about, to walk away. Let's talk about when cats put on the brakes. So I think fun. what we were talking about was very good. Yes, I, I do don't too. think you should always fucking ix me, Francis. <laughs> Francis, Francis. Sorry. Anyway, I don't want to talk about cats. We've talked about cats all day. Just when cats put on the brakes. All I have to say about it is it's so funny. What do you mean put on the brakes? What does it look like? You know, okay, so <laughs> so like I got a new toy for Allie and I put it on, on the, in the middle of the rug and she came running into the room. Allie, has, so exce- Allie has exceptional skills though. Not, oh, yeah. all, not all cats do the same things Allie does. 
That's true. And she was <laughs> running in, and she saw this new thing that looked like a little animal, and she did the thing where where they they their front paws start moving rapidly, uh, so that they can back away as fast, as, and and they and they sort of do a, a stop and slide, and then they do the back thing. That's that's cats putting on the brakes. I had a dream where Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, can I tell the dream? You had really sad dreams about me. This no, week. I had a really sad dreams about Rachel this week. I had a dream where Rachel, I was in the car, and Rachel was doing like a driver's ed dream, and I was like, that, so at first it felt really normal, and I sort of was aware I was dreaming at the time, and I was like, this is a normal dream because. Like Rachel doesn't have a driver's license, right? Like, so, nope. so I was like, so this is normal. She's just doing driver's ed class, but then she she crashes the car, and then she tells me and the driver, she was like, oh, this is really bad because I've been drinking. <laughs> and that's so out of character for Rachel. I would not do that. She would not do that. So I was like, and I, and the guy was like, this is this is my car. You had another mean dream about me, but it was something I also wouldn't do. I can't even remember which one that was, but it was mean. I I, I traded you for for oh. a nice ass house. She but she traded me for a guy in my, from my hometown, and I was like, from all the ta- from all the trauma I have there, like why would you go back to a guy from Medfield? And she was like, I just want a nice house. <laughs> I I would not do that. I'm having bad dreams. I'm sorry. I also believe that Jess was still alive when I woke up today because I was having dreams that like. Everyone, most people knew, like all the cool kids in nightlife knew that he was alive and not me. I wasn't cool enough to know. <laughs> I woke up asking her, I was like, did, is, is Jess still alive? <laughs> she was like, no, baby. No. Yep. Those are tough. Those are tough. It's tough to be like, and I was like, still like, couldn't come out of my sleep. Like I was like, this sucks. These dreams suck. I want to stop sleeping, but I was just so... So, David, I know I was supposed to visit you today, but I not only was I sleeping, but I was having a bad time while sleeping. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I wish I was there with you, David. I just couldn't I couldn't stop sleeping. I need to get back to writing down my dreams. That's really it was like that. One of the things like when I finally do get myself back into therapy, which has been so difficult to find mental health care I have it's so hard there's a there's a there's a there's a guy that that I work with at, at and this, I thought at, your health insurance did cover it my health insurance does cover it I do they will pay for it but finding uh, which is is very rare like I do have to say like a lot of insurances do not cover mental health and that's very hard. Um, it's very hard to pay pay out of pocket for. And it. a lot of therapists won't take it. A, a lot of therapists will not take it. My therapist took no insurance, and all the eating disorder therapists. I'm talking every single one. I looked on Psychology Today for hours and hours and hours. Every single eating disorder therapist out there will not take insurance because yeah, my- because they don't count eating disorders as a real mental health disorder. I Even though they're the most deadly, it's the most deadly health, mental health. Disorder. I think they do, but folks who are working in the field have realized I can charge two hundred dollars an hour, so I'm not seeing folks on Medicaid. No, my, my well, maybe she's lying to me. My um, my therapist told me they they like it's not taken seriously. Mental like eating disorders are not taken seriously by the like we both had severe cases, but eating disorders are not taken health seriously by the health insurances, and a lot of people do not get coverage for mental wow. for eating disorders. That's a lot of people get kicked out of Renfrew. Like we just had severe ones, but like. A lot of people get kicked out of Renfrew due to insurance. I see, we see it every day. They, they'll send them there for like a week and then they'll take them away. And what's the point of going to like a, a treatment center for a week? You need months and months there. It's a sad fact of American life that if you're a person of limited means, getting good mental health care in, yeah. this, in this country 
is extremely difficult. Or a person with a disability. Um, my very, very, very dear friend got... She was blind and Renfrew would not... Right? You're talking about... Yeah, Ren, Renfrew Online is not accessible for is not accessible. Who is blind. And now they do it online because they realized they could in the pandemic. And they realized like, it's cheaper for them to have people eat at home and still charge the health insurance the same amount. Sorry to blast Renfrew for that, but that's truly my opinion on why they're doing it. And um, they aren't making it accessible to a lot of people. And we get these messages, you know, from from politicians from wherever saying, hey, if you need mental health, reach out. I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out. We've been reaching out. Yep, my friends are reaching out. (laughs) I get messages from people who are like suicidal all the time because, um, you know, I'm very open on the Internet. I'm very open on the radio. But it's very unfortunate where like, you know... People can't find the resources they need after they can admit something like that to me. Then I'm trying to find them the resources and I can't find them the resources, even though I put in work to find them the resources. Yeah, and I'm all for mutual care, mutual aid. I believe very strongly that we need to take care of each other. But you also need professional. You need professional help. You need both. When people are suicidal, you need professional help and there's nowhere to go sometimes. There is the National Suicide Prevention Helpline. Oh, yeah, please. And there is the Trevor Project. Uh, but, but I'm not saying they're they're not the helpful. Pro- but yeah, I'm but, just but saying let's let's, they, let's just put that out there. Well, we so. will, and we should give the numbers. But like, because we do do give the numbers sometimes. So let's. But I'm just saying that they don't. If they if they those resources don't have a place to send them, which is the problem, then th- then it stops there. Yeah, but this is. I've called those two hotlines before, and they've had nowhere to send me in the past when I had no insurance. They had nowhere to send me, so they were not able to help me. I'm still going to give the numbers because it's better than nothing. It's but better than nothing, right. It's better than nothing, but the Trevor Project does more better work than the National Suicide Hotline, I, I would say, but you have to be really more queer for them to help you. They have a very queer lens, so if you are straight, um, it's... Lie. I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aren't we all a little queer? <laughs> No, yeah. and, and also the Trevor know. Project is a great organization. Um, okay, so let me get the number. And we are all a little queer, you know. The the the, the Kinsey scale that 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 study was pretty thorough, and it showed that uh, you know one being straight and ten being gay. Most people fall somewhere in between. There are most the most people are not a one. Most people are not a ten. Most people are somewhere in the middle there. Okay, but Trevor Project is also I want to say only for youth. So that's. Um, you know, most of our listeners, it's not going to help. Um, it's only for under 18. Can you can you give the number and information for the Icarus Project as well? Yeah. The Icarus Project does believe that um, in not using, like, um, any, you know, um, does believe more in, like, not using treatment. I like the Icarus Project. Well, it's, I, a, it's a lot of folks who have been really pushed out onto the margins of traditional yeah. treatment. They can't get it, so they're supporting each other, and they're supporting... Um, Okay, for, for the Trevor Project, you can call them at 866-488-7386. Again, 866-488-7386. But again, that is a youth hotline. So that is a great thing to give to any youth you know suffering, but it is not, and it's, it has an LGBTQ lens. Um, the Icarus Project is a great organization if you are not receiving good care from and you want to like learn about how the arts can help you and things like that. And al- um, alternative systems. Alternative of support. systems of support. Um, sorry, I know like a lot about these things. 
I, I was really into the Icarus Project when I was younger because I was like, I don't need no medication, but I unfortunately do need medication. And I would say I feel a little pushed out of the Icarus Project at like with being on medication, but um, I, I'm like embarrassed. I'm still like on their groups, but like I, I'm, I wouldn't talk about my experience in one of their groups anymore because I'm like on medication. So I've kind of like gone against their, they're very into like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. The Icarus Project has been renamed as the Fireweed Collective. I liked it better. It's called the Icarus Project, but there's probably some sort of reason. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what happened. It really related to that image of a flying yeah. girl close to the sun. Flying, yeah, I really liked the. I really liked the name, but there maybe like there. It's been renamed. I forgot about that. But the Fireweed Collective. Um, I don't know if they they have a fucking. While you're looking for that, I I just want to say how much I love doing this with both of you because I know because because I love how we can go from just goofing off and talking about funny things and talking about like the funs that we've had in our life or, or our week or fun things coming up and laugh and joke and all that kind of stuff. We also oh, it sounds be- like the Icarus Project New York City is still using the Icarus Project name. Um, but the, but they have been renamed as the Fireweed Collective as a whole, like in America. We but there's still a website for New this. York City. That I, I there, it's not coming up with their numbers. I don't know that they have a number. Um, I would check out Facebook. But but there is a website. Um, okay. Basically, I use it. I'm on how I am into the Fireweed Collective is I'm on. They have a Facebook group, and that's like um, they also have a website, um, which is fireweedcollective.org. But um, their phone number is not anywhere like prevalent on their website. Um, I don't know that there's a central. Like, I don't know that they there. have a central phone number. Yeah, they 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 are very underfunded. The Icarus Project, but the New York Icarus Project has its own website, which is New York. And which I'm not sure is updated. I'm not. That might be, like, it might be an old website now that they've been, you know, renamed. But that's NewYorkIcarus.org. NewYorkIcarus.org. And NY. I'm sorry. NYIcarus.org. Don't give wrong things on the radio. NYIcarus.org. Hey, coming up next on Radio Free Brooklyn is the Circuit with Courtney Love. Courtney, are you here? Did I not hear you come in? She's not here. I guess she uh, did a... See, you hear voices, too. I guess she's doing a... The, doing a the, if you hear voices, the Hearing Voices Network is a great place. They have the groups. We love the Hearing we Voices We love the Hearing Network. Voices Network. They believe you do not necessarily need to be have a mental health diagnosis or be like medicated if you hear voices which is not the current medical model but if you use that like it's like if you're a part of this organization they will teach you how to teach talk to doctors and talk to hospital staff and not be necessarily committed for hearing voices because in the past everyone was committed if they heard things um the hearing voices network has their own groups we go to groups with them but we go at our pros program um Sorry, it's Ayana. <laughs> Who's also part of the Hearing Voices Who's Network. also part of the Hearing Voices Network. It's a great way to meet, meet friends. You, um, you, you just reached out to her with your mind. I know. Oh, maybe mind. she's listening. I don't know. No, no she's she not listening. Okay. She has like a really religious family. <laughs> <laughs> we would never see her again if she listened to the show. Hey, yeah, we, this hey, is it, folks. We got to go. Here. Hey, Courtney, uh, we're glad to... I'm so glad you're here. You want to tell us what's coming up for you? Uh, 
in about 20 seconds? We don't we don't think we have time. We don't have time. All right, but next Courtney time. Courtney Love is, is coming up next. Uh, maybe next week we'll chat with her before the end of the show. Thank you so much. Folks, show yourself some love. Show some love to others. It's important.